from the deep depth of the asylum. This is J-Bomb and Puddy. Save the planet! Hey-ho, everybody! Hey-ho! Hello. Hey. What's up, everybody? What up? I am the Putty. That right there was J Bomb. This is J Bomb and Putty. Save the planet. I am the J Bomb. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Oh, what an episode last week. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how there are. Uh, our group thought of it. I haven't heard any feedback other than from one person, which I'll talk about in a, in a minute. But first, speaking <laughs> of our group, <laughs> we are uh, endorsed by Mountain Arts Democracy, official KGX3 original podcast. Thank you all so much for listening tonight, today, whenever you're listening. J-Bomb, you know what today is. Today? Not today as we record. Today as in oh, whenever today everybody... Today is Saturday, indeed. So, yes. get today is Hell in the Hills Four. Hell in the Hills Four. We have your preview to Hell in the Hills Four for anybody that is going, which is including our Mountain Artist Democracy Group. Oh my God, Mountain Artist Democracy Group. Thank you. Um, we got Hell in the Whore. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hell in the Whores, apparently. Hell in the horse. Actually, with this club, that may be true, too. <laughs> oh, rip every woman. <laughs> and or male. And or male. Horse can be males, too. Breeder. Uncle's the biggest whore there is. Well, yeah. I wouldn't. I was trying to Benedict in the trout there, but you know. Nah, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw him out there. Shit. <laughs> Good job, Skinner, you whore. 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 <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Welcome back. Like I said. Uh, Hi. Today... We got, today, We like I said, we got the Hell in Hills preview coming up. J-Bomb's going to talk about uh, his countdown that's been going on. Very interesting person he's got at, today as we're recording. We're not going to tell you who he's got coming up for the day this actually goes up. So we're going to talk about today Thursday's actual person. I mean, technically I could, since nobody's going to hear it till Saturday except you. You could, but I like to be surprised too. Touche. Touche. Yeah. And then we got some advice for you, especially with Hell and the Hills com- coming up and different Halloween parties coming up and everything. So, a little bit of a shorter podcast tonight, but still a fun one nonetheless. It's going to be a blast, like always. Just like Unless you're, unless you're a pissed off putty. Yeah, that wasn't like a great episode. <laughs> like, Shit, it's got more listens than any other one. <laughs> that That's a thing, too. Like... It wasn't a great episode, like, just listening-wise, to sit down and listen to it and just be relaxed and, like, listen to our opinions and stuff. It wasn't a good episode, but, like, it. I think that's going to what's, what's going to set us apart from everybody is how real we can get. And that was legitimately how really mad I was at our school, um, at my school yesterday or last week, which I'm – it hasn't gotten better. I couldn't I'm, tell you were mad at all, buddy. Really? As as many times as I said the F word? You was as friendly as a box full of kittens. Yeah. I mean... If those kittens came from hell. 
I've kind of am trying to set myself on a little bit of a limit tonight on how much I curse. It's not going to be, it's probably going to be thrown out the window halfway through this thing, but compared to last week, I'm going to be like a completely tame, nice, wonderful person because last week I, I went off. I completely I say, went man, off. Hey, man, if you're trying to control your cursing, dude, this podcast is fucked. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we curse well, like sailors on this thing, you know? Well, control it to the to the point where it doesn't become like that's every word that I say because I even hate it at that point too where it's like every word that I every word that comes out of your mouth is a curse word. I hate that shit too. Well, there we go. That's over. It worked. Hey, it worked for Andrew Dice Clay. That's true, but it's like to a lot of people it doesn't come across good. And while it's last week, though, I will say, I will say in my defense, last week, I was furious. He was a little pissed. I was a little pissed off. A little I was irritated beyond comprehension. Had a bone to pick. So, I don't apologize for cursing as much, but I do recognize, especially listening back to it myself. Because I clipped it because I really want that to be something I share later on as just its own separate thing for people to hear. And I even cleaned it up too, by the way. So there's a cleaner version and I'm going through every time I cuss. And in, in, in comparison, you only cursed once. I did? I, yeah. Of the, wow. of Yeah, <laughs> of the entire like rant for my school, I think you cursed only once really bad. And then I said, like, I think I said fuck like 10, 20 times. Look, when I'm the fucking moral, moral, like, compass here, shit done got bad, you know? <laughs> well, it was bad. Like, yeah. So, I got it. So, this is how I knew I, it was that bad, just from people in my family listening to it. My dad, actually, <clears throat> who does listen to our podcast, um, he actually texted me throughout the week. Um, this is his exact text. Now, your dad's an actual, like, weekly li- listener, too, right? He is, yeah. He he listens to him as as much and as often as he possibly can and wants to. So, he does listen. Um, he he texted saying, I love you, I love you, but that was your worst podcast ever. Just F-bombing one after the other doesn't make your point. Makes you look bad, bub. The screaming and yelling hurt the podcast. I stopped listening. Sorry. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Pretty pretty harsh review review by El Padre there, but completely understand. But I did text him at the time. I was like, "That's your opinion, I guess." Daddy got your ass. <laughs> I mean, he has a point. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't make me sound good at all. But at the same time, I was like, I didn't really care if I sounded good. Yeah, you was you you had some shit to get off your chest and, and didn't really care how it came off. I had a point I wanted to make about how angry it was making me, that school was making me at the time, and yeah, if it didn't do well, listen-wise, if people hated it, eh, that, that tough loss. We've we've done nine other really good ones that everyone said are really good and really funny. I, I think we can I think we can take the hit for one week, but with that being said, um, also, too, I'm trying to be a little bit more quiet. I'm sitting back away from my mic because whenever I got really loud and yelling, um, I was right up next to my microphone and 
it sounded bad in post. Like, I was listening to it again, and the podcast, whenever I was at my loudest, just sounded awful. Really? Yeah, so, or to me anyways, to to a lot of other people, it might sound okay, but like, to me, I was listening to it, I'm just like, man, oh man, you can tell, you can tell the cheapness of my mic. <laughs> so, I decided, I was just, I'm going to kind of keep this one a little lower, uh, back away from my mic a little bit, and see how it works, especially in post. And a loud see... individual anyway. Yeah, yeah, and so that's that's why I'm staying away from my mic, so I'm not like blowing your eardrums out or blowing the people's eardrums out, because I don't know, how was I on your end, by the way? I'm a little curious now. I mean, it sounded the same, I mean, it's... I guess it might be my headset that I'm listening to it on, but, you know, mm. everything sounds... With my headset, everything kind of sounds the same volume, mm. no matter how loud you get. Mm. Okay, so that might be... No matter a... how loud you are, no matter how quiet you are, it's all like the same volume. That might just be a, a bad... Um, compar- comparison It's not the word I'm looking for, but that's what I'm going to go with, because I can't think of anything else now. Um, but, yeah, last week was... Um, even though that, in hindsight, it might not have been a good episode, like, thought-wise and actual discussion-wise or whatever, I looked at the listens, and I told you about them right before we started this. hmm It's our most listened-to podcast right now. I know, that's fucking crazy. I don't understand. So, we're still, very li- we're still a very little podcast. We don't get that many listens, but... The first podcast that we started in August, the first episode of the podcast we started with, in has, August, in August, yes, has now. Okay, it. Ha- I'll tell you exactly how many listens it has. It's not many. It's eleven. It had eleven listens. That's from August. In one week, the new podcast has already topped that, and surpassed it. Yeah. With thirteen. That's insanity. So. That might not seem like a lot, but it's like in one week's time, that's how many that podcast already did. Hey, it might not have been a good quality podcast. It might not sound like something that people want to listen to on a weekly basis. I, good trade. If it was that listened to that that many times throughout the week, good trade. Yeah. Whatever. I'll 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 sacrifice for one week. Um, having a good podcast for being able to get get my frustrations out and having so many people listen to it and interested in what I have to say. So, whatever. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, <laughs> it also helped, too, with Noah being on the podcast last week. And I, I, I got to kind of apologize to Noah, like like I did at the... I think I did it at the beginning of the episode. Um <sighs> I was really looking forward to having Noah on and we discuss other things, but after that, that's, there we go. I stopped myself. After that stuff happened at the school, I'm just like, man, oh man, Noah's going to be on the podcast and I can't wait to vent. (laughs) This was, this was a bad week for Noah to be on. (laughs) I think Noah enjoyed himself anyway. I think so too. I hope so, and I definitely want to have give back on Jeff, whatever you want to be called. I don't care. Um, so that happened. And then we talked about, then we talked about Hell in a Cell, which got me even more mad. Yeah, well. 
But it didn't have me calling people at my school idiots, but or as I quote from last week, goddamn idiots, which <laughs> <laughs> I listened to that after I edited it. Um, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm still a little heated. I'm keeping it. So in the podcast is actually there, but whenever I was cleaning it up again or trying to clean it up, make everything sound good. So whenever I post it, post a clean version of it later, um, all the cussing's out. That part's completely taken out. <laughs> did you uh, did you replace the cuss words with the words muffins? Not this time. Um, I'm just going to do that if we say like, okay, I'm going to say it right now just because I want to have a muffins in here. But say if I say the word muffins. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So <laughs> if we. <laughs> So, if we have that, that's where Muffins is going to come in at. Gotcha. <laughs> I, have to, I have to now find the episode where I said, where he said Muffins, get that clipped, put that in there where I said that. So, by the way, I'm I think that's... that Before you put this, this one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that'll help. You ain't got no choice anymore. Holy no. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, 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 I'll say it like, to me, to me, words don't have any meaning. I mean, no. I know that's, I know that's not fair to say, but like, I didn't say it in a derogatory way. I was just saying the word. I didn't mean it to offend anybody. I didn't mean it to sound bad, even though it's just in general a really, really bad word to say. And I'll definitely will say it, but I have no problem saying it. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to to, to cussing now, I've mm-hmm. I've kind of got this mentality that. The, you know, it, the more you do it, the more it kind of takes power away from it anyway. Exactly. Like, so a friend of mine did a, a vi- an animation a um, couple of years ago, I think, and he counted how many times he said fuck. <laughs> he said it 27 times in this animation for class. And he's <laughs> like, did anybody have a problem with it? Yeah, but at the end of it, it was like nothing. It was just another word. Yeah, it takes. Yeah. Time I feel <laughs> like if pe- you use it often, it it does take the the, the sting of, of it away. You know. Mm-hmm. Like like my dad, and my my stepmom, they are they were big haters on the word fuck. Yeah. But I feel like everybody says it now, and it's it has no power. Right. It's it it's lost all of its effectiveness. But but I'm that's the problem. Dad, my stepmom still won't fucking say it. But but that's the problem with that one word is because um, of how much there is behind it. I mean, like fuck is completely different. It is still a really bad word, but it doesn't like have the same like derogatory meaning towards it. Yeah. Like it's just more degenerate than anything. Yeah, like, I think that's if why. I say the word, if I say like "goddamn" around my sister, like she damn near wants to slap me upside the fucking head. Well, I think that one's more acceptable too, just because it's a religious thing, and not everybody's religious. But like, you can't like you can't say that particular word I just said, and not have it mean like what it's supposed to mean. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. 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 So like. It, it's really hard to explain, I think, but and that's just my opinion. I, I, I could be wrong, but I just feel like 
fucking goddamn are are a lot easier to yeah yeah they're just a lot easier to be able to say and like explain and not have to like backtrack why you said it compared to that word that I'm not going to say again because I've already said it once and I've filled my quota today (laughs) I will just say thank you Quentin Tarantino yeah thank you he took all the the, the importance uh, of those words out you know Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we were just, we were discussing this today in script writing and stuff. Like, one person was bringing up like the movie Blazing Saddles or Blazing Saddles. I can't remember exactly how it puts, but it's like that movie couldn't be done today. It's like, why couldn't? God. It? No, but really... like, why? Why couldn't it? Uh, I, uh, that goes back to what we were talking about last week on on the podcast is for some reason nowadays people get offended so easily and i don't yeah. understand it like you know a generate like i said last week a generation that grew up on family guy in south park can be butt hurt so fucking quick yeah but if it's a, if it offends someone well then it's just going to offend someone it, it's still legal though yeah it's still legal by law you can still make controversial movies that's true I mean, the Joker is not is supposed to be a really good film, and it's got a lot of hate towards it. I bet you five bucks that if I go in there see it, I'm going to be moved by the story and everything, but not think it's very controversial. Maybe not. Maybe I will. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard there's a lot of pissed off reactions to it. Which honestly, and this is the way it always goes, something like that 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 sparks that kind of reaction from certain mm-hmm. people ends up making it one of the, you know, top grossing movies of all fucking time. Yeah. It, you know, when a movie is good, whenever someone is legitimately pissed off by the content of the movie, exactly. not, not by like, um, a certain derogatory thing by that they said, but like the story of the movie pisses people off so much that they have a reaction toward towards it. And, that all that does go on what we talked about last week of people being so uh, offended all the time now. What well, doesn't help yeah. with social media too, but that's a whole different discussion. But yeah, um, I I I think that the Joker movie, something like that can be if that something like that can be made with the bad stuff that people say is in it. Why couldn't something like Blazing Blazing Saddles be made? Yeah. With with the with the thing only being like you can't you can't 100% show it. Like, okay, so someone could show it and still make it a comedy, but you do have to like work around certain issues and stuff because there there are more up-to-date rules with it, but it's like you can still make it. You're not going to have a lot of people like it. It may go down as one of the most hated films of that decade of all time, maybe, just because of the time period that you did the film in. Yeah. I still think you can make the film, though. Honestly, I think the the thing with Blazing Saddles that, you know, did make it what it was, and and it's still a classic loved by, you know, people of all all races and, and creeds and everything, is... You know, they did use a lot of offensive words towards certain races. Mm-hmm. But the character that 
these people were referring to was a total badass. So it, yeah. it made up, you know. He was just he was slick. He was awesome. He was he was cool as fuck. So just because some dumbasses were calling him, you know, a certain certain word, yeah, it didn't change the fact that you know they were just dumbasses and he was cool as shit. Right. Yeah. And so that just made as, it more acceptable. Just as long as the context is there and the movie is it like it doesn't like straight out go out and try to offend people like. <sighs> As long as it makes sense and it doesn't like outright try, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then, because there's like, you're you're attempting to do something there. Yeah, you're trying to piss people off. Yeah, and like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all good. it's all good. Like I, I. Anyways. And a thought. <laughs> God. I don't want to go on that discussion anymore. We talked about last week that just people get offended by so much shit. It's stupid. Just, it is. It's ridiculous. It's, it's dumb, but at the same time, I still think a movie like that can be made. But that's just me. Whatever. I Probably mean, can't. Whatever. Before we move on, though, touching on the Joker subject, the stuff that I've heard people talking shit about with the Joker really just tells me that people that are pissed off about the stuff that people are being pissed off about with the Joker is people that obviously has no idea of who the character the Joker actually is. Mm -hmm. They don't know the comic book history behind the Joker. They don't understand the fact that he is a complete fucking psychopath. Now, so, there's, so much, there's so much stigma against people that are psycho nowadays. Yeah, like, but I mean, if, if you read any of the old school Joker comic book, you know, with, with Batman and shit, Joker was a twisted guy. Mm -hmm. He he did some really messed up shit to people. Like Joker so, I mean, is Joker is not supposed to be someone that's just a fucking clown. No, he's he's supposed he's like to be a, a messed up, twisted person. Yeah, he's a maniacal, insane man. He, he yeah, is. that's that's the character of the Joker. He's a bad person. Sorry that yeah. being a bad person offends you, but there are yeah. bad people. It's just this one is definitely more of a caricature of what a bad person actually is. Because real bad yeah. people are probably a lot scarier. Yeah. Because I mean, I, uh, I can't wait to watch Joker. I don't want to watch the Joker. I want, I do too. You know, I want to see what's up. I w I want to hear what all the hubbub is about, but apparently it's still doing really well, so I don't see it coming out of the theaters for a little bit longer, anyways. God, no. And I, I'm looking forward to Zombieland too, but I don't know which one I want to go watch if I get to watch either one of them in theaters. I would definitely watch Joker. I don't know much about Zombieland, so I have to go with Joker. Did you not watch the first Zombieland? Uh, regrettably, no, I should, but it's, it's, it's one of those many movies that I still have yet to watch that I need to, that I just put off and never get to, and then I just lose interest, and I'm just like, bleh. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, it's on the list, like, right now I'm watching this movie, I just started it today, called Heredity. 
Apparently, it just came out last year. I'm like half about halfway through. It's not terrible. It's it's pretty it's pretty suspenseful right now. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't heard of. It's pretty good. Um, I'd suggest looking it up. It ha- it's um, can't remember who plays in it, but like the, there is this little girl that probably has problems. It's not said that she has problems, but she like sits in her room and like makes these little dolls and whatever and. I like, do know what you're talking about. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I I do remember trailers for that. It it looks pretty good. It it was it looks pretty good as of right now. And as got, I've gotten halfway through the movie, so something's already happened at this point where I'm just like, oh whoa, I didn't see that coming. Mm. Sweet. Like See, like I'm little... every day keeping up with my countdown. Yeah, spe- so let's go. Str- let's go back into that before we talk more, because the the remainder of this podcast is probably going to be Hell in the Hills preview and stuff. So let's go ahead and go straight into your countdown. Just let's oh. talk about that for a few minutes. Okay. Um, so how's your countdown going? Where are we at today? I've seen if if you're listening to this, you've definitely seen your fifteen, which is Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Okay. Yeah, technically it's Thursday. Um, this podcast goes up on Saturday, but today, mm-hmm. Thursday, um, it is Beetlejuice. Uh, I don't know why I said 15. I think I'm thinking of a couple days ago. Um, Actually, no, I think you're right. Let me look. Is it is Are we on 15? Because today's yeah, the 17th. 15. Yeah, today's 15. Did you skip somebody? Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's awkward. That's weird. Uh, anyways, but There's yeah. 31 days in a month. Yeah, but we're on October 17th. That means you missed two. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, wait. Wait. No, you're wrong. I am wrong. I'm sorry. That's right. That's right. You are wrong, sir. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because, well, the, the way I was thinking you were doing it is like you're counting up from 1 to 31. But no, you're going from 31 to 1. That's October, that's where my October confusion came. Is, October first is number thirty-one. Yeah. October thirty-first, we end with number one. Yeah. So. Uh, my confusion. My bad. It's all good. It's all good. I am wrong. But yeah, sir. today is today is Beetlejuice. Um, I actually already watched Beetlejuice uh, this past Friday with my kids on our movie night because they love that movie. Um, so I've been kind of just uh, watching a shit ton of Who Got Yesterday. Uh, number 16 was Ash Williams. Mm-hmm. So I've watched like Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. And today I've been watching Ash versus Evil Dead as much as I can. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been a fun day. Uh, but yeah, yeah, today was Beetlejuice. Uh, and, and Beetlejuice, I mean, everybody loves Beetlejuice. Even I if think... you don't like horror movies, at Halloween time, you got to watch Beetlejuice. But would you really classify Beetlejuice as horror? Well, that's the thing. This countdown ain't just horror, right? Uh, but like you, but yeah. you, but you said horror movie. You gotta watch Beetlejuice. Well, would you really classify that as horror, though? Well, like I told you before we started recording, believe it or not, back when Beetlejuice came out, it actually won a Saturn Award for best horror movie that year. Yeah, I know, and it kind of blows my mind because, like, I remember watching it a few years back. I haven't watched it in a while, but I remember watching it a few years back. There were some creepy parts to it, but I was never really scared of the movie. 
And well, I mean, I was a big. About, you know, if you think about it, did you watch Freddy versus Jason? No. Freddy versus Jason wasn't really horror. Uh, it was a little bit of comedy because they gave Freddy kind of like the comic relief of the movie. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, it was more of an action movie. You know, Freddy and Jason fighting it the hell out. There wasn't like a lot of horror aspects to it. And then, I mean, if you've watched the last three Child's Play movies, uh, Brought a Chucky or Seed of Chucky, none of that shit was scary. Slasher films, and more particular, more popular and famous slasher films with those characters don't really interest me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, it's, that's why everybody says, hey, have you seen it, like, even Halloween or something? Just like, no. <laughs> like, I should. Like, I really should. I, I'm at the point with these movies like I was at one point with Star Wars. Mm. Because it came to a point with Star Wars is like, Keith, you have to watch these movies. They're Star Wars. They're amazing. But I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't really care. <laughs> I know they're big and popular and everybody loves Star Wars, but it's like I don't I don't want to watch it myself. Until finally I just got to the point where I was like forget it and watched it anyways with my dad. Nice. So I finally did watch most of the Star Wars movies. Still haven't really seen the prequels, don't want to. Um But I feel like with the Halloween movies and the Freddy movies and the Jason movies and everything, um that's going to be the next movies that people are going to be like, Keith, you need to watch these. You better fucking watch them. And I'm just going to be like, I, I, I don't want to. I'm perfectly... I'll be straight up honest. As, as far as like Friday the 13th, you know, Jason, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy, stuff like that. I mean, I will watch them during the month of October because it's what mm-hmm. I do. But they're not in my list of, of favorite Halloween slash horror shit. Yeah. Me For me, Halloween time, I, I got to watch Beetlejuice. It kind of just... Some about Beetlejuice puts me in the mood for Halloween. Um, another one, and it's not a horror movie either; it's actually a comedy. Um, was Hocus Pocus? I I actually have some opinions on that movie because I've watched that a couple times already this year. Hocus Pocus, yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it a lot here the past hell, maybe even ten years. But this year, I've only watched it twice, and I will say, and I'll say right now, that might be an unpopular opinion. Hocus Pocus is a really good Halloween movie. I don't know if it's the best. I don't know if it's the best Halloween movie, but it's a really good Halloween movie. I'll tell you how good it is. Hold on, hold this on. This year, okay. Go ahead, go ahead and say it. Sorry. I'll tell you how good it is. This year on my Halloween countdown, mm-hmm. the Sanderson sisters are in the top ten. Oh, spoilers! That's big. You got some spoilers on J Bomb Putty. Save the planet here, boys and girls. Hey. Them bitches are in the top ten. So they made the top ten. People well, agree with. Well, as as a Halloween movie, it's great. However, as a movie in general, I don't know about that. Nineties Disney flick. That's that's the issue there. It's de- it definitely feel it's definitely a Disney film. It's definitely a nineties flick. It feels like it would be one of the best like four or like T V movie movies of all time. Yeah. But I mean also you gotta think about the cast. I mean you got I, fucking dude. you got Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimy. I, I have mean, no issues with the cast. With with at least the act. witches. The yeah. the three women that played the the witches there, 
especially Bette Midler. Oh my God, she did an amazing job. The three witches got also, were great. Uh, you got also up and coming child star uh, Thora Birch. That was one of her first movies. I didn't think the kids did that great, honestly. Yeah, the the youngest one, the little girl, was yeah. Thora Birch. Yeah. You know that was one of her first movies, and you know she went on to do a lot of lot of stuff after that. And actually, uh, funny, I bring up Thor Burt. She's actually started now um, on season 10 of The Walking Dead. Really? Yeah. That's big. Mm-hmm. But, like, so let me let me do a quick little, like, review, my own review of this now since I've gotten into it, of Hocus Pocus. Um, so at the beginning of the movie, whenever they're talking about the Sanderson sisters, I think that entire first part is great in with, um, Thackeray Banks, which apparently is not Zachary, it's Thackeray, which was weird. Yeah. 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 It was, it was weird. But the whole part with him turning into the cat, the Emily getting sucked up by the witches, her soul anyways, great stuff. I loved it. Shot really nice. I I love that old feel to it. Great, and looked like the movie was going to be best movie in a long time, for sure. Go to the fucking school. I'm cursing again, sorry. Fuck, 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 fuck. Well, well, there we go. We go to the school, and the first thing we see of our main character, he doesn't believe in the Sanderson sister stuff. Okay, that's perfectly fine. But then... Like the girl behind him, who can't, who is his love interest. Uh, Which, by the way, she's like unbelievably hot. She very much is, for sure. But then he's yeah. like, he's a total douche to her, though. He's like, yeah. just in case the witches come back, here's my number or some crap like that. And then he gets that same girl, because like later on they talk, and it's just trying to be like, I'll throw it under the rug. As like, oh, you weren't just a total douche in class or anything. Well, I mean, also, you know, back when you was in school, if you had a crush on a girl, most of the time you was a dick to her. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> that, that didn't set, that didn't like set right with me at first, and it was so stupid. But I think the stupidest part for me, anyways, was at the very end. I, I don't know if I have to say spoilers because it's Hocus Pocus. It's been out since 1993. If you haven't seen it, then what the fuck's wrong with you? Exactly, so fuck it. If you haven't seen it... five, four, and two, and they've fucking seen it like three times already. If you haven't seen it, then spoilers, I guess. It's it's 26 years old. What are you going to do? So yeah. at the end there, they have enough potion to for one child to stay beautiful, or stay at least how they are for eternity, I guess. Well, for a little while, at least. Sarah has summoned all these kids. But Winifred Sanderson says, no, I want revenge on this one kid because she called me ugly. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that kind of, but if you, if you watch the movie, you'll see a lot of it kind of, Winifred was a, a, a selfish kind of bitch about stuff like that i i get like, i get that it does fit her character to be like yeah. that however like billy. You know, billy was her love interest but he got with sarah the so whole bill turn him into a fucking zombie the whole billy thing confuses me though like that part doesn't but then him coming back to life and then she telling him to go after them and he actually does go after them 
just for him to finally get a hold of um, Max, rip his mouth, rip his mouth open with Max's like um, knife that he had with him or something, and then to turn on the witches just almost randomly after he finally says stuff that he's been saying that he's been hiding for three hundred years or so. It's like. Then what was what was the point? I don't understand why this character was even needed just to be like, oh well, I'm not actually going to cause anything. I'm just here to basically be a thing the kids have to run to go away from to get to the next pot next to the next scene. But he did end up being the help, you know. He ended up helping him. He ended up being the help, but what was his help really um, needed the most at the end there? Eh. Yeah. Well, remember, they were in a cemetery, and the witches couldn't cross into the cemetery. That's, That's true. why they brought, him, they brought him to life, was to handle their business, but didn't realize that, well, they couldn't really control him. That's true, but Thackeray was the one that was telling them that um, the cemetery is where they couldn't get. Yeah. The, the zombie, Billy didn't say anything. He didn't say anything until he finally got his mouth open. What was the point yeah. of What was the point of him being... Even there, like that, the graveyard thing was just—I feel like an ad, a thing there that made plot point, that made plot sense. But I feel like the Billy stuff was just unnecessary stuff to have them move on to the next scene. I think because, it was just so they could put in another like creepy character for a minute. Yeah, just so all. they could have zombies and stuff. Yeah, but, but like the, thing is, the cool shit is—is is the the guy that plays Billy. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Who is that? Um, I can't remember his name exactly, but he actually he he does a lot of acting like that. Um, I'm, did you watch the Hellboy movies? No. Ron Perlman Hellboy movies? No. Really? Okay. Yeah. He, he was Again. in Hellboy. Um, he was in Pan's Labyrinth. Um, he does a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of characters where you don't even really know who the hell he is. Uh, a lot of prosthetics and stuff, but it's just like that tall, skinny demeanor he's got going on. He can he can do that, but he's he does great in everything he does as far as these characters he plays. Like, yeah, I don't have a problem with him being in the movie in the sense that he did bad or anything. I just I didn't think his character was needed. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. So, and to me, if you're not if you're not going to talk, if you're not going to have a part in bringing the movie forward in any way other than just to be there, you're really just wasting space on screen, and I don't care for that. Yeah, they had to kill some time, I guess. Yeah. But the like, thing I like the most about Hocus Pocus, this is, I mean, this is my favorite part, mm-hmm. you know, and it goes through the whole movie, is I like the idea of these, these three witches. You know, they were killed back in the day, and now they've been brought to, like, new, you know, modern times. Mm-hmm. I love their reactions to new shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like when when they first discover a road, like they freak the hell out. The road thing was really cool. I enjoyed it was that. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like it's solid. Yeah, you know they they flip the hell out. The, the they get road... on the bus, the bus driver and shit. You know, the bus but driver I, himself was cringy, but them discovering the bus and everything was very cool. I like that too. Yeah, and Sarah hitting on the bus driver, you know, she that was, was really slutty. Cool. But them, my my favorite part in the whole movie is when they go to the devil's house. Oh, see, I'm I'm hit or miss on that one. I really am. Well, I love that the devil's wife is a complete bitch to him. 
Yeah. That is kind of funny. She's completely talking shit about him to him, and they're like, you know. You know Friggin' Satan, Laverne. You know? I mean, but I mean, the thing, yeah, Laverne, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's the thing. That movie is, I mean, there's a lot of shit in the movie that, as an adult, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But as a kid, just enjoying Halloween, I mean, that movie's a classic. Yeah, it's it's a classic, and it should always be a movie that you see at Halloween. I'm just, yeah. as a story-wise and as like just a film-wise in general, I think I'm more making the argument that it could have been a lot better. Yeah. Because those are, to me, the the whole Max acting like a total dick to the girl and the whole Billy subplot is kind of just nitpicky in a sense that yeah. I don't understand why he's there. He didn't really need Max to be a dick towards the girl. He could have just been a little awkward towards her and he still could have also showed that he doesn't like being here with that too. And with the whole Billy thing, he didn't even need to be there, but it was nice, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. I think the idea of him being a dick to her was more of the idea of, you know, what was it? They, they moved there from California. Yeah. And I, and, and I get that. And he was pissed off at his parents cause you know, he didn't want to move mm-hmm. and he's a California fucking hipster fucking kid. And you know, he's just going to be a natural dick anyway. Yeah, and and I get that's what they are doing doing with that. So I'm not. That's why I'm saying it's not a big big deal. However, that that last point that I was making, the point that I think is the worst one, is just Winifred not thinking and just going after this other this uh, Denny. That's her name. I couldn't remember her name for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah just girl. going one after you have Sarah call all these other boys and girls to your place and say we can have and literally and not only that she points it out. Sarah yeah. points out that the children have arrived. But and see, that's a- the thing, though. If you think about a lot of movies, the main villain's ego is usually their downfall. I get that. But you at that time too, like you're a group of three witches. Wouldn't you think maybe not Sarah because she's supposed to be more of the dim-witted one? Yeah. But what was her name, Mary? Yeah. Mary would have came. Was pretty fucking stupid too. I, I think she was more comical than stupid. Because mm-hmm. she she definitely acted like a curly character, like a Three Stooges. She was definitely more like yeah. a curly, but at the same time, she wasn't as dim-witted as Sarah was. She she was there whenever she com- comforted uh, Winifred and got them all to do like the calming circle and everything. She was yeah. there comfort. She was there to like kind of help Winnie whenever she was feel- feeling like they were about to die and everything. But in a goofy way, she was more of a comical way. But I think she was also supposed to be more of like support for her. So why yeah. didn't she support her by saying, no, this is a bad idea. Why don't we just take one of these kids no matter what? I guess, the, of course, you said the argument, well, ego could have, and they were just listening to Winnie because she was the ultimate leader of the group for sure. But it's like... Yeah, they did everything she said. You, you still have to ha- use thought more than than ego or anything because there there's... There's that ego trip that you're on and your revenge and wanting your revenge that makes sense. 
But just for, of all things, just one little girl calling you ugly, I understand that she didn't like being called ugly. Yeah. But you have an opportunity to stay alive for a lot longer than just that Halloween night, and you don't take it. Yeah. As as a point in the movie that could change everything, that that you can stay alive just to, and you don't take it just to get revenge... To me, I'm sorry, it's just, it's bad writing to me. Now, yeah, the movie, it, it is Disney, yes, but is that, <laughs> ex, is that an excuse, though, for a bad missed plot, a bad missed point in the movie? Yeah, true. So, and I, and once again, I completely understand, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not upset with how the movie ended. I loved how the movie ended. I'm just saying I I think it could have been better if the whole thing came up where that wasn't even an issue. Honestly, I almost feel like in the end I don't think Disney even realized the popularity that that movie would 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 get. I mean, here we are 20 years later, people still watch that damn movie every October. I agree with that because the way that movie is shot really does just seem like one of those movies that you're just going to make as like a straight to VHS type movie. Yeah. It doesn't actually... It became a cult classic. It does. It's so much of a cult classic, it's not a cult classic anymore really because it's loved by everybody. And I I totally get it, but I just re-watching it, it's, it's one of those very few films from my childhood that I go back and rewatch, and I'm just like, I still like it, but I see issues now that I didn't see as a kid. And there are not many f- films from my childhood that I was like that with. Cause but also, I, I, you got to give it credit. There's probably a lot of films from your childhood you don't watch anymore. That's true. That is also very true. But like The Santa Claus, it's a classic too. Ah, yeah, yeah. The Santa Claus. M. But, yeah. I've heard so many people complain about this, complain about that. Oh, it's another Tim Allen movie. Oh, it's just stupid stuff going through the entire thing, blah, 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 yada, yada. But it's still like a great movie to me, and I still love it, even as a kid, even as an adult. Yeah. But it's like... Every December, me and my kids watch the Santa Claus series, and we watch The Grinch. I mean, those those are a must-have. Yeah, and I, but I just don't understand for myself why I can keep that movie up with, in such a high pedestal when some people can't and see problems with it that are there, but then Hocus Pocus comes along and I keep it up in that same pedestal. I can't keep it up there because now I'm like those people with the Santa Claus. <laughs> so it's, it's like... You're a Christmas nut, you fucker. <laughs> it must be. I mean, I do love Christmas, but I like Halloween. The older that I get, the more I really like Halloween. I'm starting to finally get into more horror-related stuff. Like, I think one of my favorite movies now is Jacob's Ladder, just because of how much I love researching how much went into that and how much thought and how great that movie was. Now, see, I, that that's that's one thing. I'll, I'll ask you. Um, number 17 on my list. Mm-hmm. Annie Wilkes. Annie Wilkes. Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Misery? No, and I should. You it, definitely should. I definitely should. I know it's good. I Kathy keep... Bates, James Con. 
my my if I have an excuse for everything, my excuse for that one would be I just keep forgetting that it's a thing. Mm. It's just Misery it's not is a damn good movie. It it's not one of those movies I keep hearing about that I keep reminding myself that I want to keep that I want to watch one day. And yeah. then whenever finally someone brings it up, I'm too busy or I'm doing something else. Like right now we're doing the podcast. Yeah. So I'm not going to watch it now. Probably when we're done, I'm not going to watch it whenever we're done. Because I'm trying to finish the movie I just started before I lose interest in that. But that's yeah. definitely a movie I I want to watch. Misery's great. Um, and I'm, Do you watch Family Guy? Do you like Family Guy? That's exactly what I was going to bring up too. Their little thing on Misery. I do remember seeing that. So you watched the, the, the Family Guy Misery? Yeah. Yeah, I, I put that up on, on Annie Wilkes Day. I had to put up Stewie Wilkes. Oh, dude, I, I, I've watched so many more things that came from Family Guy or Robot Chicken or something first compared to what I watched um, the movie itself. It's like I watched the Star Wars, the original trilogy through Family Guy first before I ever saw the movies. Oh, yeah. A good, like, ten plus years before I ever even thought about watching A New Hope or the original just Star Wars. Yeah. Now, Misery Man, I will tell you, you do got, you being, you know, in the film and stuff like that, Misery is just one of those you got to watch. It was, um, you know, of course, it was a Stephen King novel, um, but it was, uh, it was directed by Rob Reiner Mm. and Rob Reiner, actually, he, he spent a lot of time before he directed it because Stephen King, Stephen King decided he wasn't going to sell any of his books. Um, To, to movie studios anymore he he was done with the way some of his books were being put on screen mm-hmm. and he said that he would let misery go if rob reiner was the one that directed it mm-hmm. rob reiner actually spent the majority of his time before filming the movie watching old alfred hitchcock movies mm-hmm. to to figure out that that great way to put horror on screen and it made for a fantastic movie that's what I love whenever directors go the extra mile to make it just that much scary, that much more scary and just that much more intense. Like I go back to Jacob's Ladder again. They they throw so much so much um um influence from like oh gosh, uh, wasn't Buddhist, but um it was a book. Gosh darn it. I can't remember the book. It was a certain book that was about like the Quran. Uh, it wasn't Quran. Whatever they drew, they drew grew influence from that book, and like um, just everything about that, and like it, it, it's influenced games like Silent Hill Two, which is what originally I was watching game footage of that got me interested in watching Jacob's Ladder because it was basically Jacob's Ladder in a in a video game. Yeah. Especially whenever you have the other world, and then the real world, and then another world you're not sure of to make everything confusing. It was, it's, but yeah, that, that's that's good shit. And I mean, you know, like I was talking about with Rob Reiner studying Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Caan actually said that while they were filming, that he would catch Rob Reiner in a room by himself, and you'd hear Rob Reiner yelling into himself about like a shot that they just did. And he'd be like, come on, I mean, you're not Alfred Hitchcock, damn it, come on, what the hell are you doing? 
<laughs> and like he he like he dwelled on the fact that he needed to get that that horror aspect out of it. And I, I honestly, I, I think Rob Reiner's dedication to it is what made it such a good movie. Same thing with like Kubrick with The Shining. Yeah. But, how he uh, would like apparently Cooper with the shining um really left Jack Nicholson with a bad taste in his mouth though it probably did from what, well from what I read um during the time of of working on uh Annie Wilkes day um the role that James Caan took in misery was actually offered to Jack Nicholson first well and if Jack if... Nicholson turned it down because of his experience doing the shining with Cooper. Didn't want to do any more horror films at the time? No, it wasn't horror in specific. It was Stephen King. Ah, okay. Yeah. So he turned down the idea. But honestly, I think James Caan done it great, and I couldn't imagine anybody else doing it. Well, spe- speaking of that, uh, you know that um, Tom-, Tom Hanks was supposed to play Jacob Singer originally. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he was supposed to play it before um, Tim Meadows, I think his name? Tim Robbins? Yeah. yeah. I don't know where I got Meadows. But uh, yeah, I, I, I swear, everyone, said, everyone that I've seen uh, analysis videos on has said Tom Hanks was supposed to play that role, but gave it up at the end there. Wow. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine Tom Hanks doing it. I couldn't either. It's just like that one thing you said about Misery, that that was supposed to be Bette Midler. Yeah, Bella Midler was offered the role and she turned it down. She Dude, said it he... was too violent. And after uh, after um, Kathy Bates won an Oscar for it, uh, Bette Midler said that that was a very stupid decision on her part. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Kathy Bates. I, I mean, I don't know how much you know about Kathy Bates, but she's one of those actors. She she started on you know on stage, mm-hmm. you know, doing plays and stuff. Kathy Bates is one of those that takes. You know, acting very seriously. She uh, actually one of the things I researched was that James Caan is one of those actors that just goes and does it. Mm-hmm. But Kathy Bates is one of those. She studies her lines. She she studies her dialogue. She she you know just she racks her brain to get it just perfect. And them two actually clashed uh, over that because she would want to go over rehearsals with James Caan and he'd be like, "No, fuck it, let's just do it." Mm-hmm. And it, it drove her nuts, and it, it drove her nuts to the point where Rob Reiner said, "Okay, use that frustration you have towards James right now, and put it onto the, the Annie Wilkes character." Mm. And that's what she did, which made Annie Wilkes even more frustrated and more intimidating that that she was, because she was a creepy ass character. Mm-hmm. I, th- I I think Bette Midler got came out all right. I think. Yeah. It, like I like I said, like she was amazing in Hocus Pocus. She was she yeah. was the absolute star of that film, one hundred percent, bar none. Yeah. Um, would have been cool to see her play in Misery. Absolutely, I think compared to especially how well she did in Hocus Pocus, um, and just her body of work in general, that would have been amazing. But she still had a pretty decent career even without that. And oh you yeah, Bette Miller's a Bette, Bette Miller's a fucking legend. Yeah, you, Winder Fred Sanderson will be for remembered forever. Oh yeah, and I mean a lot of Bette Miller's characters, which is stuff I usually don't watch. You know, Bette Miller's been in a lot, a lot of musicals, a lot of different things and stuff, which mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of. But Bette Miller's 
a fantastic actress in her own. Yeah. But Kathy Bates actually doing the character of Annie Wilkes for Misery mm-hmm. uh, actually caused Stephen King that when he wrote he wrote two more uh, books after that and two characters in those books. When he wrote the the books, the characters he had in mind, if they were a movie, he wrote them for Kathy Bates, just because <laughs> of how good she did. Uh, one was the mother in Dolores Claiborne. He he wrote Dolores Claiborne, and he wrote the mother as Kathy Bates playing the character. Um, and then the other was for the uh, miniseries The Stand. Hmm. He wrote a character just specifically for Kathy Bates. That's that's how much of an impact she made. When you're such a good actress that you influence the author to make characters based on how you acted, you know that you've won something good in that author's yeah, mind. Yeah, you, you did, did something damn good. You did something great. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of people believe that Kathy Bates' role in Misery is what made her career. I'd be, I'd be I mean, if you look at her in all the American Horror Story show uh, series, you know she's in quite a few seasons of American Horror Story. She wouldn't have been there if it wouldn't have been for Misery. No. Nobody would have ever thought of Kathy Bates as a horror character if it wouldn't. Have if it wasn't for misery, for misery, everyone would be like, "Who's Kathy Bates?" Yeah, that's just true. plain and simple. And, and she's a great actor, but she wouldn't have become what she is if it wouldn't have been for misery i'm definitely gonna have to watch misery now you got to I watched i'll have it, to watch uh, it i watched it two nights ago <laughs> i'll have to find it oh, whether it be streaming movie, somewhere dude. it's twisted you know annie wilkes is a fucking psycho i mean do you know the you know the basic of the movie right no not 100 percent. well like jane it and that's the thing is uh, Stephen King. It's been said that Stephen King only writes his nightmares. Mm-hmm. Stephen King has these nightmares. He wakes up, he writes them on paper, and he makes a book out of them. Well, Misery is pretty much it's about a writer. He goes up and he writes these books, and when he's done with them, when he's almost done with them, he goes up to a cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere to finish it. Oh wait a minute. I, I do now because this because this family guy won. She wants yeah, him to yeah. she wants him to continue the story of her favorite character, but mm-hmm. he won't do it because he's done with it and she didn't like how it was written. So she holds him hostage until he finally finishes that story the way she wants to. Right? Well, like he he wrecks on his way down. He wrecks his mm-hmm. car. She saves him, brings him back. He has his new misery book because misery is a series he writes. It's like a romantic series. Mm-hmm. and she brings him back, and he's got his book. It hasn't been taken to publish yet, and she asks if she can read it. He's like, well, you saved my life, so yeah, sure, go ahead. Well, in the book, he kills the character Misery, and she flips plumb the fuck out. And mm-hmm. she's like, you can't kill Misery. You can't do it. So she makes him burn the damn book, makes him burn his own book in front of him. She brings a grill in with lighter fluid and makes him burn the damn thing. And gets him a typewriter and makes him start making a new fucking book. And she's criticizing him. She's she's pretty much like you know, like the producer. She's she's telling him, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. She reads everything he writes, makes him change shit. And through all this, she says that she's falling in love with him. Yeah. In the end, she's a straight up fucking stalker. She's she's his biggest fan. She's been stalking him forever. She. 
actually, I believe she moved up there because she knows that's where he always finishes his books. Um, I mean, she's a complete fucking psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. In the car wreck, his legs get broken. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's a nurse. And she picks him up. She's taking care of him. But once he starts to learn to walk again, she goes in and re-breaks his fucking legs. I'm like, no, you're fucking stuck here. I... It's a twist. I don't want to be ever in that position if I ever get that famous. Just... Hell no. Just, uh... Just... I, I, I'm probably like... Yeah. Yeah, I probably would. Next thing you know, me and you, me and you are going to be locked up in a basement. The creature's going to be like, "Okay, you guys must redo the podcast." Uh, you know that kind of shit. I don't need that. It's going to be creature, my dad. Please don't kidnap us. It's going to be. It's going to be my dad saying, "I don't like the f bombs." Mm-hmm. <laughs> redo it. Snaps her legs. Oh shit! Don't cuss. Yeah, your dad. Your dad's going to be like, "Listen, got to do this episode. You got to talk really good about your school." you're about to graduate how dare you crack there go many caps if you don't he smacks you upside the face with a monkey wrench (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you definitely gotta check out misery dude i think you would like it because it's it's not just a great story but it's really good filmmaking the shots Mm -hmm. in the movie i know you you're all about the shots Mm mm-hmm they're really intense the way the movie's built. They, you know, there don't even have to be dialogue scenes for it to build suspense. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you'll like about it. Well, speaking yeah, of, check out Mystery. I will for sure. Speaking of twisted oh. and suspenseful, because you mentioned twisted and suspenseful, um, we're in suspense of Hell in the Hills coming up. I don't know. Sound a lot better in my head. But Hell in the Hills is coming up. I am so psyched for, for I'm Hell in the I, Hills. I'm very, I'm very ready. Um, I I got a little upset when I found found out that I have a I'm going to be calling a football game. Uh, West Virginia State will actually be playing. Uh, oh God, somebody. <sighs> good thing I, good <laughs> thing I don't Bro, have that info. Call. Yeah. 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 Hold on. Take take it no, away, Penny. It's playing question mark. Um take 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 it away there, J Bomb. Just give me a minute. Uh make sure there's uh, no yeah. uh, dead air there or uh, anything. That yeah, just... this podcast goes up on Saturday. Saturday is Hell in the Hills. Um for any of those Mountain Arts Democracy members that are listening to this podcast, uh if you're listening to it before you're heading out to Hell in the Hills. You're probably as psyched as we are about going. Uh, it's you know it's 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 Mount Arts Democracy's yearly party where we all get together as a club, and we just have some fun. Uh, you know we got a couple bands playing. Actually, I think there's like four bands playing, but we're gonna be at like a, a, a cabin out in the middle of damn nowhere, and we're gonna be partying. We're gonna be having fun. We're gonna be jamming, and and we're just gonna be hanging out. And I haven't seen uh, Mr. Putty in quite a while. And I get to see him at Hell in the Hills. Quite a while, as in last year's Hell in the Hills. Has it been? It has been since last year's Hell in the Hills, hasn't it? It was a full year since we first met, like in person. Wow! Yeah. yeah. So it's been a year since I've seen Putty face to face. So 
Yeah, Hell in the Hills, I get to see Putty face-to-face again. And I think it's going to be even better than the last time we've seen each other. Because, I mean, the last time we've seen each other, we'd only really talked and known each other for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But now we're going on over a year I've known you. And you know, we've been doing these podcasts and shit. And, and even when we wasn't podcasting, we was messaging and chatting with each other and mm-hmm. shit. So, yeah, I'm psyched to see your act. It's also going to help, too, that I'm not set up doing a podcast at Hell in the Hills this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, that does kind of bring up last year's Hell in the Hills. We did do a podcast there where we interviewed the bands, and it was it, we did a good one. It was cool. Um, but the problem is Putty is very professional. Yeah. Um, so if he's doing a podcast that night, he's not going to party. No. So Putty didn't do no partying last year. So I'm really excited for this year's Hell in the Hills because I'm going to get Putty fucked up. If if I know that I am going to have to like take photos or take video or do audio for anything or do something that does not involve just like hanging out and drinking and eating and just partying on, I'm not going to do anything extra. I don't I'm not going to do anything on the side. I, I I have a hard time doing homework and listening to YouTube videos. That's how like one track mine I am. That's how serious I get on something I need to be doing at the moment. Yeah. So whenever the idea was that we did all things today um, at Hell in the Hills, because it was originally supposed to be at the Blue Parrot in Charleston. Yeah. And yeah. the first thing I was thinking is like, okay, so we need to set up the lighting rigs. We need to set up the the audio rigs we need to, we need to do a lot of work and never, whenever it comes down to it I'm just have to be doing this that and the other thing the thought of taking a drink and partying was not in my mind no it was never entered and then whenever we switched from there to the actual venue that we were at last year never still came across still wasn't there i was 100% dead set to at least make it as good as it possibly could be um, when we got there, things started for us, for the podcast way or any way, started coming less and less like like it was going to happen. We still got some stuff off, but we didn't actually do a podcast because it was in the same area they were performing. It was just too much noise. Couldn't do it. Yeah. But I was still like, I didn't want to move away from the equipment. I still wanted to at least do something. We were doing all the podcasts. We wanted to make sure we had the, the artists and the bands there. So I was definitely 100% straight on doing it. J-Bomb, on the other hand. Total, you were in total pro mode. And yeah, me on the other hand. As you say, <laughs> I got fucking blistered. You by got blistered. Got, by, yeah, by the time we interviewed the last band, I was hammered. You got blistered by Hangman's Ghost. Hangman's yeah. Ghost was the second of like, I think four bands went on. No, they were third. Were they third? Yeah, they went on and then Sever went on after them. Were there three bands or four? I want to say there was only three. Uh, Then they were second. There was Disarm the Fallen, there was Hangman's Ghost, there was Sever the Wicked. I think that was it. Okay, yeah, because there was supposed to be another band, but they didn't make it. That's right. I forgot about that. So, yeah. Okay, so... Halfway, at least, you were fine. And then, but at the time, still, we still had one more. But even by then, you were gone. 
But I, I still showed up. I still done my shit. I was Dude, you were physically there? Yeah. I don't know where your mind was, though. Definitely wasn't there. It was like over there with getting more drinks, over in the dog pie, over in the, over with the bands outside. I, <laughs> I just also I, I was having a rough night that night. By the way, yeah, I remember. I don't know if you remember, but oh, my I remember. Sister was a member mm-hmm. of the club at that time, mm-hmm. and she decided to make a complete ass of herself. And I was chasing her little short ass around. And trying to find babysitters for her so I could go do the podcast. She, um, okay, so if you got fucked up by the second band that was over with, she was fucked up by the first band. She was fucked up before anybody went up. Yeah. Because we were drinking on the way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, she she was already gone. She was st- stumbling and bumbling around everywhere. I thought she was going to die. There was one yeah. point where she was, like... Fallen down, almost fell on the tripod that was holding my phone, which was our camera at the time. I thought she yeah. was going to break some of the equipment. I'm just yeah. like, oh, no, this is bad. <laughs> and by the way, for our listeners that doesn't know who my sister is, she's actually a dwarf. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> midget, so a drunk midget stumbling around at a party. Um, is it as funny as you think it would be? Actually, it's the complete fucking opposite. Yeah, because, like, I, I knew you were irritated even though you were drunk. Yeah, I was But, still like, you, you could just tell by just, like, seeing her bumbling, stumbling around there that you were just like, mmm. I was like, by halfway through the night, I was like, why the fuck did I bring her here? <laughs> I mean, there was this one point where we lost her. And it oh, yeah, out, I remember that. She was, well, it turned out she was behind the building fucking around with some guy. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after she got really fucked up, we tried to put her in Travis's car. She cussed out uh, a certain member because uh, she was mm. belligerently fucking drunk by then, and she was just talking shit. I mean, she made a complete ass of herself. And for me, being her, her older brother, I kind of like took all that responsibility on myself. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the night, I, like, give out, like, a million apologies. Even though I was hammered, I was the one apologizing for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, too, though, she's an adult, too. Yeah, she's a grown-ass woman. Like, I know you're trying to say sorry for what she done, but she, ha- she has to take that responsibility. That's true. But I had to, Like I said, totally understand it. I don't think you had to, but you're a nice guy. You wanted to. At least say I'm sorry on her behalf. I get it. I was raised to be respectable. Right. Yeah. Good. That's, That's a good thing. Because a lot of people would probably just be like, oh, whatever. At least you had the courage and the drunk ass out there to pass out somewhere. Yeah. At least you were there for. Her. At least you love your sister. I did have the support of Lulu, who is the president of the Hillbilly Crew, mm-hmm. uh, and I had Weevil's help. Uh, a lot of them helped babysit her little short ass all night. They were, they were going around everywhere, and that, that was the first time I ever met Lulu and Weebles. Mm. So, like, I was just seeing these two, like, going around trying to catch this woman that I've never seen before in my life either. And I was just like, what? What the f- The funny the shit is, is going as, on? As, she, as short as she was, you probably didn't meet her till like, the end of the night. I didn't, like, okay, so, quote-unquote <laughs> meet. I, I didn't, like, go up and shake her hand or anything, 
but I knew who she was just from what you all were were saying who that was. Yeah. So, like, meet her. I guess I technically actually haven't met her yet, but I know who she is. You never will, actually. I, I haven't spoke to her in about four months, so, yeah. Really? Yeah, she, she, uh... She went the way of the dark side, to say to, to say the least. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Well, we won't go too much into that, then. But no, we, we won't touch was... the subject, but, yeah. Drugs that are sucks bad, to hear. Okay? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, at least, we'll say that. Drugs are bad. Yeah, okay. Um, going back to what I was talking about, I do have the info about the game. Um, so, I will be doing color commentary along with my friend Brian at school on Saturday... Uh, we are going to be home against Urbana, uh, and that will be live starting at noon. And you can actually watch and listen to myself and Brian and watch our football, our college football team play on Mountain or Mountain East TV. So that is the Mountain East Conference Network, and you can watch us live there from noon to about three thirty, maybe four. And then you can always catch us there. Um, on demand whenever you want to later on same same site and everything but that is uh, mountaineast.tv that is the Mountain East Conference Network Western State University gets against Urbana I will or Urbana however you want to pronounce it I will be doing color commentary so a little bit of a he's going to leave and he's going to go to Buffalo and he's going to go to Hell in the Hills and J-Bomb is going to get putty fucked up yep that's right (laughs) yeah so yeah in the morning afternoon listen to me call a football game and then at night y'all can go screw i'm gonna go get drunk <laughs> now there is only one thing that i have planned for hell in the hills this year uh-huh and you can be drunk when i do it mm-hmm. uh, i did make a promise to lulu because lulu is a huge j-bomb recap fan don't you fucking don't tell me i haven't done a recap in a long time Okay, so, I thought you. I thought you. I swear, I thought you were going to say that little bastard was going to be there. Oh, he's coming. <sighs> little Jackie is coming. Uh, he has God. been ordained. It's it's been demanded by higher ups. Well, you know um, what? If little Jackie's coming, up. I'm bringing someone too, J Bomb. Okay, you bring whoever, and we'll let him fight it out, and we'll just sit back and watch. Uh, but I, I just I have, feel like he's going to want more problems. smokes. Yeah, probably. Sorry, and I keep I, I'm, something I'm noticing. I keep cutting you off a lot, which I just did then. I apologize. I keep cutting you off too, though, so it's okay. Uh, but you know, at Hell in the Hills, there's gonna be plenty of smoke for the motherfucker anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of people smoke there. Um, but yeah, I did promise Lulu that throughout the night, I'm gonna try my best, and everybody else is gonna try their best. We're gonna get a lot of pictures. We're gonna get a lot of videos. And I'm gonna do a Hell in the Hills recap um, when I whenever I get back home and I can edit it and I can sit down and, and work on it and do it. Um, so yeah, there may be videos of me and you drunk going, "Hey, we saved the planet!" Woo! Uh, I'm ju- I'm just saying, like, if you want me to get in that mode, um, don't request me to record anything. But at the same time, my first thought I'm going to be whenever I get there because I know it's going to be is let me let me record the thing. Because because I'm a person that would rather work and do stuff that I like when it comes to like recording and stuff than actually like drink. No, when you get there, I'm gonna hand you a bottle of Jaeger and I'm gonna say, "Here, take a drink." <laughs> and while you're taking a drink, I'm probably gonna video it or take a picture of it, and then I'm gonna throw little Jackie at you and be like, "Hey, here he is." 
and, God. And, and if you go to the floor and decide to kick his ass, I'm going to video that. Good, you should. Yeah. And, so. and, we'll, and we'll put that on the YouTube uh, podcast version. Yeah, I'll share that stuff with you and what you want to put up, you can put up. Sounds good uh, to me. Because the J-Bomb recap is only for Mount Arst Democracy members. So yeah, whatever we get that's really fun that we want to share with our uh, J-Bomb and Putty Save the Planet listeners, we can share that with them as well. I have a feeling that our post Hell in the Hills video uh, podcast is going to be so good. Yes. I don't I don't know like last year it was really good because we did the interviews. This year I feel like it's going to be really good because we actually participate and have fun. Yeah. So I'd be like, yeah, Putty was like stumbling everywhere calling people bitches. <laughs> and he acted like he was back at WVU, and he started talking shit about nurses. And <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even go to WVU. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's like this then, guy's this guy's drunk too. He's going to a school he doesn't even talk. He doesn't even go to. <laughs> and then little Jackie dropped in, and Putty dropped an elbow on him. You know that will happen. That will happen. Yeah, uh, dude, I, I'm, I just hope to God I can get my camera ready before you. You, you bring that little J-bomb, um, I will drop an elbow. Heck, you bring that little bomb and Skinner has his pistol on him, uh, he's getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> now don't shoot him. <laughs> Lil, Lil Jackie is just, a, it's just a figurine. He's not a person. Let me, now, let me state this wanna... now. I'm on a yeah. list. Now that we're on the subject, one thing I, I would like to see, I want, fuck the people's elbow. I want to see the putty's elbow done on Little Jackie. You will see the putty's elbow. Nice. You will absolutely see the putty's elbow. Once again, by the way, Little Jackie is just a little figurine bomb. He's not real. He's not no, a real he's person. Like a, he's, he's an eight-inch tall stuffed <laughs> bomb. Let, let, let me, before I actually dig myself in a hole with this, let me just preference that Lil Jackie isn't real. He's just he's a little real. figurine. He's an action figure. A little toy. He's a, he's a stuffed animal at, at, the, at the most. With that being said, if there is a little area for target practice, I'm using J-Bomb as target. <laughs> no, oh shit! I said the wrong I, thing! Oh no! You're gonna shit. shoot Lil Jackie. Oh, Don't no. be shooting me! God damn Oh no! Oh no! I don't oh, want to die, no. buddy. I don't oh, want to die. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm on a list. Damn it. <laughs> I did not... Oh, shit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm keeping that. We're keeping that in. Oh, God, keep it. Definitely keep it. Oh, God. Gotta keep it. J-Bomb, I'm not using you as a target. I need you to save the planet with me. Yeah, little Jack. God. That I okay. So if you haven't noticed by now, people that listen to us, I have an issue of uh, talking before I actually think things through. But it makes for great listening. <laughs> it makes for an amazing like. Did he really just say that? It makes for uh, an awesome podcast. It really does. Oh God, freaking! I love doing these I'm, things. I'm not going to use J Bomb as a target. I swear. If I little Jackie's by there. By some chance, I don't come out Saturday. <laughs> no! It was no! you. Don't put it. Don't put that in people's heads. <laughs> don't do that. God. He don't do me. that. No. He me. No, I did not. 
everything's fine. Everything will be good. Shut the fuck up, T-Bomb. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Truth is, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Putty so drunk he couldn't shoot little Jackie if he was right up next to him. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't shoot little Jackie if I was up next to him sober. I'm not yeah. a good shot. <laughs> oh, I'm a good shot. Now, I, I could pick off little Jackie from 200 yards away. But... Will you shoot little Jackie for me? No, because Lulu would kill me. Oh, Lulu, come on. Lulu is the one that actually had little Jackie made for me. Lulu is a huge Little Jackie fan. Lulu and Skinner are actually the ones that pushed for Little Jackie to be a member of the club. Oh yeah, speaking of dad, um, that that reminds me. He he was telling me about the last podcast before this one that we just did. The one Um, he was angry? No, not the one where he was angry. The one about, um, that had Little Jackie on it, the last one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was saying... I don't really like that Steve character. He's really annoying, and I just can't stand him. That's why but he's I'm, there. I, I told that to him after. I was like, well, th- well, then he's guaranteed to be back on the show. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing exactly what we intended for him to do. But but then he said, I'm really starting to like little Jackie. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> My arch Everybody enemy. likes little Jackie. And everyone's starting to like little Jackie. You know what? I'm fine. I'll be a loner. I don't need anybody else except for J-Bomb. And I'm not going to shoot him. I didn't mean... I'm sorry, buddy. It ain't that everybody's starting to like Little Jackie. It's everybody already liked him. It's just like the new people that are just now learning who he is are starting to like him. Yeah, I know what it is. He's been popular for quite a while. (laughs) Actually, honestly, I think he's more popular in this club than I am. I don't even want to put up another poll, but daggone it, I kind of want to put up another poll to see... Um, who would win a fight again between me and Little Jackie? You may be really pissed about the result. Oh, I know I will be. I mean, Little I... Jackie's done had a gun pulled on him by Skinner, and he's still here. He's become well, hard nails now, you know. Here's the difference between how much Skinner doesn't like him and how much I don't like him. He didn't pull the trigger. I would. <laughs> <laughs> that, that little fake bomb would go be nothing but bits and pieces at this point. <laughs> little bastard. Well, see, now, though, because little Jackie's had a gun pulled on him, he's been threatened by you many times. Now he's kind of like he's kind of like Robert De Niro and Cape Fear. He, he's just like a total badass now. You know, he, he's, think... got, he's got prison tattoos and shit. I don't even want to fuck with him. I think our next guest, not sidekick, because... He can screw off his sidekick. But next week, whenever we come back with our Hell in the Hills recap, um, Lil Jackie should be on to talk about his experience. You want to you wanna get him set up for next week? Yeah, we can put Lil Jackie in next week for uh, our Hell in the Hills recap. Uh, awesome. Because yeah. I, 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 ask I ask for him now, but I don't want to deal with him. I got, I got so much pent up. Stress still from everything with school still going on. I just I don't, I don't want to deal with Lil Jackie up either. You know. Yeah, he can fuck off. But I mean, next week he could come on and because he's going to be at Hell in the Hills too. Uh, he could talk about his experience at Hell in the Hills. Maybe that that'll a, give me a enough different uh, different aspect of what we experienced. 
That'll give me enough time to prepare for him and get ready and try I'm, not I'm to cuss as much. Drunk. I'm going to get you drunk, but I ain't getting him drunk. He's already speaking, sick enough. Speaking of drinking, um, we are at the point where we're getting at the advice portion of the show. Unfortunately, this episode's about to end. Damn it. Ah, yeah, well, whatever. However, with that being this was a good episode. Well, since since we're here, um, you want to, other than Hell in the Hills, any other shows coming up? Um, like maybe on Friday? <laughs> there might be, um, but you know, if it's on Friday, it's too late. If uh, it's, that's true. But honestly, if even if there's a show on Saturday, I don't know about it because I'm too worried about Hell in the Hills. It's all uh, Hell in the Hills. It's all hell in the hills for members of Mountain Arts Democracy. We're ready to party up and see our family. So uh, maybe next week there'll be more, but it is yeah. absolutely just hell in the hills. If you're a Mountain Arts Democracy member, you better be there. It's a mad family reunion, basically. It's hell in I, the hills. I will go ahead and give a little plug out, though. If you're not going to be a hell in the hills, you're not a Mountain Arts Democracy member. Um, but if you're in, uh, in and around Whistle, Virginia... Definitely go check out the Hellheim Haunted Attraction. Um, it's still going on every weekend. Uh, I went. It was fun. It's a blast. Uh, if you like haunted houses and shit, definitely go check that out. Um, Do aside it. from that, I don't know much. <laughs> well, that's like me. I don't know much in general anyways. Yeah, well. All I've been thinking about is Hell in the Hills, you know? Uh, so. Speaking of Hell in the Hills and everything coming up... Um, we, it's now time for our advice portion of the episode. Um, this is for anybody, not just that are going to Hell in the Hills. Um, it's Halloween time, so there's going to be a lot of partying and stuff going on. A lot of good Halloween parties going coming up. Um, and we hope everyone stays safe throughout this time right now. It's a fun time. It's a spooky time. But if, if you go party, you go drink... Please don't drive. Agreed. Drinking and driving is such a terrible thing. It it ruins your life for sure. It ruins the people that you fucked up. It ruins your family's life. It ruins their family's life. There is no reason to drink and drive. No. Um, you know, like with Hell and Hills coming up, uh, well, the recording goes out Saturday, so Hell and Hills tonight, um, a week from tonight, um, is my... Halloween party at my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my it's my tenth one. It's my tenth annual Jack's Halloween party. Um, and I I abide by that rule. Um, I I make sure that there is room for people to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I make sure that if people aren't planning to crash, that they have a designated driver. If they don't, I won't let them leave. Right. Uh, and that's, that's simply because I did have a party, a Halloween party a few years ago. Um, a friend of mine snuck out with his buddy. Um, thank God they didn't get themselves in a wreck. Um, and, no, it wasn't a Halloween party. I, sorry. But it was a, it was a party. Um, but they snuck out. But, uh, like I said, they didn't get in a wreck. But they did end up getting pulled over. And this guy, being a father of two, actually had to spend Father's Day locked up in jail. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, um, but I mean, on the other hand, you know, drunk drivers can kill people, and mm-hmm. you don't want that that on you. 
So I do have a rule in my home that if you're drinking, I've done got to the point where when people come in for my parties, I do take their keys now because of that asshole that snuck out on me. Um, you know, you shouldn't, you should never drink and drive if you're planning on partying. If you're not planning on crashing there, you better have somebody that can drive you. Um, there's never an excuse to drink and drive. Ever. Look, everyone wants to have a good time when they go out. Everyone wants to have fun, get wasted, especially if you're at a party. I mean, there are, you, you, you have to find something to do at a party, and most people, if they're over the age of 21, will drink. Unfortunately, some people up. that are... Yeah, unfortunately, there are some people that are under the age of 21 will do it too, which you shouldn't. Yeah. Dummies. But... The worst thing you can do is just to even consider getting in, a, stepping in behind the wheel of a vehicle. Yeah. It doesn't make sense why you would even do that, but at the same time, it just makes sense of the fact that you're not in your right frame of mind. You don't know what you're doing, and you think, oh, well, I'll just go home. Yeah. Don't. No, don't. Please, consi- please, if there's any sanity in your head while you're intoxicated, tell yourself not to do it. It's well, not like, worth it. That's like with the parties in my house. I always set up parties in my house the week my kids are gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that's ever listened to podcast knows that I get my kids a week on, week off. So the week my kids are not here is when I set up party. So that means that my kids' beds are available, and you know it's two twin-size beds. I keep plenty of blankets. I got a couch. I got a fucking floor. I will not let you leave drunk. Right. Um, so yeah, if if you're if you're going to party, party responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Make a plan. I mean, if you're going to a bar for a party, find a designated driver. And nowadays, a lot of bars actually even offer somebody that'll drive you home. So you, you don't have an excuse. To get in a car drunk and drive home. It's to me it's almost impossible to think that um people can still drink and drive home because of one thing and one thing really that has become huge now. Uber drivers. Mm. Now I see mean, that's the, that's the thing. I'm I'm sure in your area Uber drivers are a big thing. Mm-hmm. In my area we don't have Uber. Really? We don't have an Uber driver. Well, I wouldn't say that they're a big thing, but they are becoming more of a thing. Like, I would say the they're past there. five years, yeah, they're becoming more here. But yeah. as time continues to go on, I feel like that is going to be less of an issue. With that being said, though, wherever you live and in other rural areas like that, yeah, I can 100% see how that's still an issue. And please... Find another way to get home. Call somebody. Do what you have to do. Because here's what you have to deal with. First of all, if you don't kill anybody, but you get pulled over, that's a hefty fine. Plus, you're probably going to go to jail for a bit. That's going to be something. You'll go to jail. Um, and I believe, uh, I believe the commercials are correct. By the time you're done with court, um, you're done with whatever punishment they give you, you're going to spend at least twenty grand. Because yeah, so, you decided to drink and drive. So for one stupid mistake after one fun night, you decide on getting pulled over, getting arrested, 
spending $20,000, and that's all for not even, like, getting in an accident. Yeah. That's... Now, then there is the other really sad fact of you get in an accident, you either, A, get yourself killed, yeah. or you kill somebody. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't even a year ago, it wasn't even five miles from my house, it was four o'clock in the day, some dude drunk as shit, driving through Falls Mills, Virginia, colla- uh, clashed into a van that was carrying uh, a woman, her 80-year-old mother, and her six kids. Her mother died from the accident. All the kids sustained very serious injuries. And all the and and the drunk driver walked away, of course. Oh yeah. Uh, of course he he didn't walk too far. He walked to a police car, got arrested, and now he's you know being charged with vehicular manslaughter. Mm-hmm. So there's never a good reason to drink and get behind the wheel of a vehicle. Yeah. Um for people that come to my parties, you definitely ain't got no fucking excuse. Nope. Because I make you stay. <laughs> you come to hell in the hills and you drink and try to drive. Nope. You better be. You better be really quick at sobering up there, bud. Well, that's like hell in the hills. Hell in the hills coming up. Uh, well, it's going up Saturday, so hell in the hills tonight. It's still coming up, but it's coming up later this evening. Yeah. Yeah. There's six of us riding up from Virginia. Yeah, I am currently at a football game, but. Whenever I do get ready and come up there. Yeah. There's six of us riding up for Virginia to be at Hell in the Hills. Mm -hmm. And guess what? All of us are packing sleeping bags. We got pillows. Because guess what? We're staying the fucking night. Yeah. We're crashing there. Because none of us are going to be in the shape to drive. So, you never have an excuse to, to drink and drive. All those things that we've mentioned. Do any of those sound yeah. good to you? Yeah. Well, I mean, even in the simple fact, if you go to a, a party at a bar, you're by yourself, you ain't got no friends, what the fuck ever. Yeah. You're better off going and sleeping it off in your car in the parking lot till the next morning and going home than you are to go and get in that vehicle and drive to your house. I, I, I really have no... This is going to sound kind of dark and kind of morbid, but I really have no sympathy for anybody that gets in serious trouble for drinking and driving. No, they did. They honestly, they deserve the worst punishment possible. Yep, because there is always a better option. No matter, even if, like I said, even if it's just you going to your car, pulling the seat back, and going to fucking sleep, sleep it off. When you're sober, wake up, get in your car, drive the fuck home. Yeah. But there is no excuse to drive drunk. No matter what the, no matter what they try to say. Well, I wasn't in my right frame of mind. It fucking exactly. There's no yeah. reason for you to make that decision at that time because you're not in your right state of mind. You don't. Exactly. You can't make that decision, so you better not do it. Exactly. So, any of you motherfuckers that's listening to this podcast. Yes, this is an awesome time of the year to attend some of the coolest parties you'll ever be at. Mm-hmm. I know this because I have one every year. Like I said, this is my 10th one. Last year, I had 36 people at my house. 
and I don't have a big house. <laughs> it was it was elbow to elbow people, like to the point where I went outside and sat on my porch, like goddamn. There's too many fucking people here. Yeah, if, if it's um, that crowded, I'd definitely be outside because my anxiety would just be like, <laughs> Yeah, I went outside and I was like, yeah, I'm good out here for a little while. <laughs> but still, I did not let anybody leave here that was drunk. The cool thing is most of the people that came here knew how I am and they brought a designated driver. Mm -hmm. If they didn't, they brought sleeping bags and knew they were crashing. And if that wasn't the case, I did have plenty of people that stopped drinking, waited two or three hours, sobered up, got some food in them, passed my sobriety test, and I let them go. Mm -hmm. That's the cool thing. I actually, I had a friend that was a, a Virginia State trooper. Mm -hmm. He he taught me all the sobriety tests that cops do. Mm -hmm. So I, I put my party guests through the sobriety test before they leave. Hmm. If they can pass my sobriety test, I'll let them leave. Hmm. If they can't, I tell them to go to fuck back in my house. Yep. That's how you do it. So, yeah. I make them walk a line. I make them do their fucking alphabet, starting from one letter and ending in a different letter. I mean, I make them do a motherfucker backwards. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. I will not let anybody leave my home unless I know they're sober. So, yeah, there's, like you said if you're going to drink and drive i expect the highest penalty to be given to you because there's no fucking excuse for it yeah there's no excuse you made that decision you yeah you made that decision to risk yours and someone else's life by getting behind that wheel exactly no no matter if you if you're just the only one that ends up taking the punishment you still could have hurt somebody yeah you're driving a two-ton vehicle mm-hmm well, it's like, 50 miles an hour down the road. Yeah, what the fuck do you expect might happen? Yeah, you're you're cruising around on a fucking missile. Yeah. Uh, best way to put it. Mm -hmm. You kill yourself, you kill somebody else. You deserve the worst punishment that there is. Totally agree. Totally I agree. agree. So, yes, sir. with that being said, J-Bomb, um, you got anything else to add, my friend? Oh. Uh, no, except for the fact that I can't wait to see your crazy ass on Dude, Hell I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see everybody at Hell in the Hills. Yes. I can't wait to get this damn football game over with by now. Fuck that football game. I'm ready to get you to, to fucking Hell in the Hills. I can't say that because it's a class, damn it. But anyways, I can't wait for it to be over with. I can say it because it's a class that I'm not in, so ha ha. But, yeah. <laughs> just like with me whenever I worked at Piggly Wiggly I don't work there now, fuck Piggly Wiggly but <laughs> I I wouldn't even have a big problem if I actually really I do like football but not so much to actually watch it but blah blah yada yada hey let's get the hell in the hills yeah exactly I'm, that... ready, to, I'm ready to see my buddy putty damn that rhymed um, <laughs> I'm ready to see my buddy putty and I'm ready to get fucked up with putty and have a great fucking night at Hell in the Hill. Everybody listening, please be safe this weekend. Be safe throughout Halloween. We will be back next week for sure. J-Bomb, wrap us up there, my friend. I will. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. 
I uh, hope you enjoyed our show. Uh, if you're a member of Mountain Rush Democracy, I know you enjoyed the show because mm-hmm. we kind of talked about the club more than anything. Um, but I, I had fun tonight. Did you have fun tonight? I had a lot of fun tonight. I enjoyed myself tonight. It mm-hmm. was. It was. We 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 went into the recording not knowing what the hell we were doing, and we actually made a whole fucking episode. Before you stop, though, um, I have to do something to myself though because we haven't done it. Uh oh. <laughs> After this, I'm going to go play with myself. Yay! Yay! The quota's been met. The quota's been met. J-Bomb. The quota has been met. The funny shit is, I hadn't even thought about that, so I'm glad you brought it in. J-Bomb, wrap us up. Woo! Yeah! All right. So, yeah. yeah. Buddy's going to go play with himself after this. Fucking pump. He is, Putty is pumped for Hell in the Hills, Woo! so he's going to celebrate that one. Thank you for the month. Hell in the Hills! Woo! Yeah. Hell uh, in but the anyway, hills. thank you everybody for hell listening. Uh, we will talk to you all next week uh, when we have little Jackie on the show Fuck. to uh, talk about his Hell in the Hills experiment. Stop and um, and for him to give Buddy a little bit of hell like he enjoys doing. Um, yeah, Buddy's loving the idea of that. But, by the way, Buddy did, is the one that brought up to bring little Jackie next week. So, but anyway, guys, thank you all for listening to J-Bomb and Putty's Save the Planet. I hope we helped a little bit in saving this planet, because God knows it could use it. Um, but anyway... Everybody have a great weekend, uh, whatever you're doing. If you're a Mountain Arts Democracy member, I'll see you soon at Hell in the Hills. Uh, but for everybody else, as I always say, stay metal. Hell in the Hills tonight! Boom!